Life Well Done podcast. Optimizing physical, mental, and emotional being. Challenge plus change equals growth. Welcome back. All right. We are back, folks. back to the newly branded Life, Life Well Done. Optimizing physical, mental, and emotional well, uh, being. Uh, challenge plus change equals growth. That's true. That's there true. There we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. It'll flow. Yeah, we're still working yeah, on a few things. A working the kinks out here, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah. we're back. How's everything going? It, you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I uh, I had to take like a week and a half off of of training. You looked pretty drained there for a little bit, uh, dude. Last well, what was it? Last week, came off the weekend, uh, and or went into the weekend, and my biceps femoris and my hamstring started acting up. So it was really tight, and I was like, "Well, oh, you know, I'll just kind of take it easy." And then Monday kicked around or came around, and I just was off. Like body felt off, felt drained, and so you know what? I'm actually like several weeks ahead of in my training program yeah. for the ultras this year. So I figured, like, well, <clears throat> no better time than now to go ahead and just pull you know, back, pull back, yeah. take a week. Um, get a little upper body strength and mobility in that I haven't oh, done shit, for a dude, while. Your injuries aren't going to get better by pushing through. Exactly. Like that, you know, so, like, logically, like you, yeah. what choice do you really have? I mean, uh, most, from what I understand, like most runners in their race season are going to go through some sort of um, overuse injury. Right. They'll have something. And I've kind of been lucky. I, I, today I went out and tested it, did uh, five mile tempo, like eight mile, eight minute mile pace, got the cardiovascular back up and everything seems okay right now but uh check it later but yeah it's uh well we'll get into the yeah we 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 today i think is gonna be uh pretty saucy i'm I'm excited about this one uh Uh, so also how about you been you've been well man things are things are going pretty well i know there's a for me there's quite a bit coming up and um life can be stressful but uh everything's good it's uh good opportunities ahead it's just you know making decisions uh, sure. potentially here so we'll uh, we'll see what happens but man everything has been on the up and up and yeah i'm um, feeling probably the best i've felt in a long time so we get to should we segue yeah, there we got to talk about why all we're right feeling good. so uh I, I don't think we really know how we're gonna do this we're just gonna roll with it so sure. you uh funny you had texted me um whatever morning it was and you're like hey man hope everything's well but you got to check out this this joe rogan podcast yeah and i text you back and i said no exactly the one i saved it uh because i saw his reactions on his instagram feed and i was like for him to throw himself out like that uh you just kind of were like holy crap yeah um so definitely you'd listen to it i'd listen to it i don't remember the doctor's name on it (laughs) so it's dr matthew Walker. There it is. Cool. Yeah. And this, he's a neuroscientist by trade, uh, sleep specialist, mm-hmm. um, you know, going into your specialty. And this thing was mind blowing. I'm going to listen to it at least 46 more times. <laughs> yeah. At, it at, was mind blowing. I mean, from the beginning of the podcast, oh. it was uh, like I had paused and st- like, wow. Like, well, he, he leads off within like the first, <laughs> I, I don't want to exaggerate, but within the first couple of minutes at the very least, he leads off with, Sleep is the most is the best performance enhancing legal performance enhancing drug that we know, and just right there you're like, okay, yeah, I knew I knew sleep was really important, but for someone that studies it to say that, and to be on that kind of platform is incredible. Yeah. Well, and, and ears perked up. On top of that, I think it was actually validating to to listen to the statistics, the physiology yeah. behind what sleep does, 
because I can tell you, hey, if I don't get good sleep, I don't necessarily know what that sleep is. I've always just said I need seven to eight hours of right. sleep. And unfortunately, a lot of people are like, well, well I only need six hours of sleep, which, <laughs> which, which he literally, he goes, if we had to round it to a whole number of people that can function on less than six hours of sleep, he de- goes, it'd be zero. Debunked. I mean, com- completely debunked. That's what the percentage yeah. is, is, is rounded to. A whole number of zero. Zero. Yeah. Incredible. And uh, so it was validating because I can tell you that, and I don't know if that's what the product was of, of last week. It was just like not quite getting the sleep that I needed to get and you just I mean he was throwing up percentages like 40% increased risk of of injury with with less than seven hours of sleep (laughs) co2 um so basically oxygen diffusion or gas exchange in your lungs drops uh precipitously uh so like everything that I'm doing running every single day gas exchange like proper metabolism there's so much that was said that it felt like logic, but then when you put the statistics behind it, mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Well, I mean... And like, so- the CO2 stuff made sense. I started thinking about it further, and I'm thinking about... I'm, uh, God, I don't want to mess this up. Brain, uh, brain stem, thalamus. I think it's... I'm not even going to go well, there. So, so but the thal- part of it, there's, yeah. there's CO2 um, receptors in the brain stem, too, yes. that work back and forth with that. And when he said that, I was like, well, duh, there's the there's the nervous system. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah, I was like, exactly. Even so, even if I didn't know that it was directly to the lungs, I don't know that still. That's something I really want to get you know look well, deeper I mean, into. But like the whole system yeah. was mind blowing. Yeah, it is. I mean, well, I mean, you talk. I think uh, I think the the ones in the brain or by the carotid are those the chemoreceptors? Oh, I should know this. Well, all right, all right, we'll yeah, yeah. Gonna, Nevertheless, yeah, it <laughs> was just mind blowing, and I, we're not even going to go down the rabbit hole. I don't think of Alzheimer's. Um, yeah, in, was... in like brain disease. Uh, and how sleep affects that, that was staggering. That could be a whole episode by itself. Well, even even just the statistics, like a validation statistic um, that we talk about illness, we talk about men, well, yeah, men and was... women. But listen, men, if you're getting less than seven hours of sleep on average, like as your average, so six and a half hours of sleep, 6.75 hours of sleep, like whatever that is, that your testosterone levels typically are Terrible. that of someone a decade older than you. I couldn't and, believe that. And not like, not 10 years old to 20 years old or not. We're not talking about some young buck that's got the testosterone right. of like a, a 25 year old. Right. Like, no, no, we're talking like 40. Now you've got testosterone of a 50 year old. I mean, so it's that's aging. huge. It's I, essentially right. aging you faster. Literally all cause mortality, which means that you just, if you're not getting good sleep, you die from everything else and just quicker. Oh, it was, it, it was, that was, uh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, definitely listening to it multiple more times. <clears throat> yeah. Um, as we've just now butchered the entire podcast. Right. 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 You, I, I but like definitely check out Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, uh, it, that was, that may have been one of my favorite ones because yeah. you, it's not talking over your head. No, the information could be, but the, the, the punchline is that you need to figure your fucking sleep out. So, yes. And so, sort of. we'll segue into <laughs> yeah. a little bit more. Uh, so, th- life well done. The household. The yes. done well-line house, uh, household here. The well-line, done well-line, Goldlax and Olsen household. Boom. Yeah. Bear Kovu household. Oh, yeah. And then. Um, we, uh, I probably will go in. This sounds like a cop-out. Um, it's okay. But you, we're going to go yeah. for a sober May. And I have a caveat on it. I've been, we'll go into this whole thing, sure, but go ahead. that's our whole goal. Um, sober man. So Nate, obviously you have been sober for uh, several months now. Yeah. Um, I've been, we'll just say 
collectively since being in Colorado. I've, cool. I've been sober since being in Colorado. Several we'll months, just, we'll just, right? That, and yeah, which months. is which is awesome. And you've actually maybe we'll get to this point, but you actually kind of inspired me to clean my shit up too. Um, just I'm not going to go on that rabbit hole yet. Maybe we'll sure. get there. That's cool. Um, but so uh, it's a little bit of a support system. Um, for the last three weeks, I've changed my diet to more of a carnivore. I'm trying something new. Um, I wouldn't say I'm strictly carnivore, but I'm probably more carnivore than I am keto. Uh, I feel much better than I did on keto. And what I've consisted hmm. of eating is red meat, some other meat, eggs, butter, bacon, animal protein. Yes. Flesh builds flesh. And, and I have me, not yeah. had any vegetables except I should, li- I'm going to lie about that. The other day, my buddies were in town and I had chicken wings in a salad. All right. Well, um, so that was the extent of my vegetable intake in the last three weeks. And I have 100% never felt better. Huh. My sleep has been terrible because I've just been keeping an obnoxious schedule. And through that, yeah. I have still felt <clears throat> better when i do sleep i am i am a i'm dead uh and when i'm awake i am alive um my hamstring that tear yeah uh i'm not medically i don't know it was for sure torn but there was a knot in there and i had significant i mean significant bruising there uh in three weeks it has healed faster than when my poles have in the last couple years Uh, to the point where i'm already sumo deadlifting i'm doing heavy kettle i mean sumo deadlifting 315 for multiple reps like five to ten reps and like no pain, uh, just incredible. Uh, and this is obviously sh- all anecdotal, right? Right, right. It's, for for me, it's experience. Right. It's an right. Experience. And there is plenty of research out there that supports carnivore diet. There's no doubt uh, they've been doing this in the Middle East for years, and I mean decades. Um, but there's so much anecdotal, and it was like one of those things of you're you're gonna tell me that for 30 days you're gonna not eat away because you're like oh cholesterol, oh fat, yeah, well, oh protein, that. too much of this crap. Um, well, here's the thing. For 28 years, I've eaten like an asshole. Um, so 30 days of my life probably wasn't going to be too bad. Um, and I can honestly tell you that I've never felt this huh. this good. There's been moments of like where my anxiety, opportunities for my anxiety yeah. to just ramp up. And though I still have it, uh, it, it is so much more manageable. I am down about 19 or 20 pounds. Granted, say, most you, of it's water weight. You look good. But thank you. Yeah. My work capacity. So the one thing when I went on keto, my thing was, and I could have been under calories. I didn't measure a ton of stuff. But the one thing that always happened on keto was I felt like my work capacity just shot down. I had no energy to sprint, to run, to bike, to row. Uh, You know, I had three reps to five reps in me. I couldn't do anything more. On this, I mean, maybe it's a little bit more mental clarity, but I I actually am enjoying cardio, and I cannot believe I'm saying Hmm. that. Um, but it's just, it's awesome that I'm able to work on my work capacity. I have never felt this good, um, in such a short period of time. I should put that caveat on it. Um, so for me, like it's also very sustainable. And and one of the reasons for me that I wanted to go on this, and this is going to go into that sober May. Sure. Um, one of the reasons that I wanted to go on it was because I do have a weird relationship with food. Um, everybody says they're an emotional eater. Okay. I definitely have a relationship with food and smoking weed that go hand in hand. And last night was the first time I cheated in in about three weeks with food. Um, and I told you guys this morning in the kitchen, I said, it was so weird to be eating what I was eating and not be stoned. Hmm. And it was actually uncomfortable. And there's been plenty of moments where I've gone through some, you know, crave, cravings have been pretty mild uh, too. Interesting. And, you know, I've leaned on a couple of people when I'm super out of my mind trying to eat everything in sight but it's been very manageable 
last night was kind of an eye opener of okay, you, I broke that cycle at least once. So so just um, quickly, do do you think that like weed sort of lowers the inhibition or the threshold to have sort of the logical responsibility, or is it because it friggin like just says? Growl. There's no on switch, uh, off switch. Okay. Having said that, there's generally not an off switch when I eat. I'm kind of hollow legged, um, but it's crap food, and that comes back into that sleep stuff. Yeah, I know that. Of like, I don't remember what the stat was, but when you get less than seven hours of sleep, you make terrible food choices. Well, yeah, experience. Well, okay, so I'm a night shifter by trade. I haven't done it for, and I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. Um, you know, I worked nursing shifts. Uh day and night off three months, three, three months on three months off. And you just, it's again, anecdotal, but your, I mean, there's insulin regulation, your melatonin drops or uh, it peaks at night. All there's a, there's a whole hormone modulation that happens when you sleep and the, you just, you reach for shit food and mainly because unfortunately, and he didn't touch on this in the podcast, but Unfortunately, that's kind of what's available. Right. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and well, no one's, on no, not a lot of people are cooking steaks at three o'clock in the no. morning. And, and of course, there's the, there's the satiety hormone, uh, lectin. Yeah. And then there's gre- Gray, Graylin. Gre- is it Graylin? Gre- Graylin. Graylin. Okay. Yeah. Is Grayling. the, is the, I don't know if there's a G eat, on the end of it. you yeah. know, eat, eat food. Um, and when you get, when you don't sleep, your, that hormone to, to drive you to eat is produced more. Because yeah. they think evolutionarily, if you were up, it was because there wasn't food and you were searching for food. So it's it's biology basically saying, all right, well, if we're up when we should be sleeping, then we should be looking for food. So wild. And so that hormone, but it makes sense. Yeah. Like it's a, it, it's that, written on the that wall. entire podcast is like a it's logic being explained in science. It's, it's literally like evolution in a podcast. Yeah. And if you listen to that and you're. There's no way that you won't be able to agree to most of the things that this guy talks about. It's fantastic. And then if you deny evolution, I'm like, I don't know what. I, anyway, let's yeah, go yeah, down that route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was I, what was I saying? Um, so you're feeling amazing, dude. I feel yeah, I feel fantastic. And for the last three weeks, I've I've managed it really well. A couple of times, I've been really struggling with food cravings. I've even, you know, like for me, a lot of times when I go out to eat with friends yeah. or something like that, I'd be like, well, I don't want to look dumb. And you were feeling guilty. Hell yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that was the other thing. And that's the reason I cheated. That's the, that's not the reason I cheated. I allowed myself to, what did you call it? You said you don't use the word cheat. Oh, I call it soul food. Soul food. Okay. So I chose to, uh, Sorry take up, take up like, real soul food. Yeah. Lovers. I We're fake soul food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fast food, soul food. Sure. Um, but, uh, it wasn't even fast food. Um, but, uh, I decided to have that conversation. I mulled over it all day long. I mean, like I was, I had some anxiety about it. I was like, what am I really doing? And I decided to, it was okay because it was an opportunity to reestablish a new relationship. I went three weeks and I really proved something to myself that if I, if I really needed to go another month, I know I could. Um, I've manipulated situations of going out trip double and triple stack cheeseburgers with bacon on a minus bun and veggies chicken wings plain now is it the greatest idea no but i'm making do with it sure. have i had diet cokes yes that's been one of my ways of kind of manipulating Hacking the situation system, yeah. have i been perfect with it not at all but last night i decided okay i'm gonna go for it and i'm gonna get back on track tomorrow and i'm gonna understand this and i've, I've said this kind of for the last couple of weeks now of I think what I'll go to is more of that anabolic keto where on the weekends you refeed strategically yeah. and just that way I can keep my sanity. But a lot of that comes with discipline. 
um, it's very easy for me and I think most people to go off the deep end and, yeah, and like all or nothing. That's exactly who I am. I am, you know, like if I can't make the perfect meal, I'm going to Taco Bell and on the way home, I'm stopping to get some ice cream and then I'm going to eat it all right there. Like that nonstop can't. And that's where the weed comes in. Huh. I associate a lot of my eating specifically at night with marijuana. And so for me, it's breaking that cycle. Um, so I allowed myself to, to cheat, have my soul food, uh, as we're calling it. Um, Someone's gonna and, so and just move on with it and, yeah. and understand that there's a relationship there. It's okay to have what you want, but as long as I don't make it into a habit of every single day. And so in this last three weeks as well, I haven't had a sip of alcohol and I have not smoked at all. And, uh, Rogan you, talks about yeah. this a lot where like, um, Terrence McKenna, old psychedelic guy who recently passed. You're the father of psychedelics. Right? Yeah, he, yeah, he used to tell people marijuana is just like psychedelic. It should be used in moderation. So if you go long periods of time without it, and then you, he says you should consume as much as possible Which to take yourself scary. on a trip. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah. we'll try it out one time. Uh, but it's also understanding that, like you and I have talked about reward systems, but understanding that I'm doing this because I want to right now. And then when it, that moment's over or that experience is over, I'm back onto something. And that's yeah. the coolest thing for me about this particular diet. It's not that it's the most right way of eating. I can tell you it's more right than certain ways, but I will not go down that rabbit hole. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't need hate mail. Um, but, uh, that'll be a show for hopefully when we get somebody else on, on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, it's really for me was my goal was not only to get my body composition together and experiment with a new diet and, and see what I could do, but it was to establish a new relationship. And for me, I think that coming back to this diet is actually very sustainable to me. I look forward to having a big ass juicy burger with a little bit of cheese in the middle of it and some bacon on the side. I could eat that for breakfast. And it's Good. it's just no bun, no vegetables, anything like that. It's, it's satiating and I feel fucking great. Uh, and and I'm not going to really argue that. Yeah. Right. Now, like people say, what about your blood panels? Again, not going on that rabbit hole, but just challenge things in life. And I think that's always kind of how I live my life is like, I'm, I don't just follow what's going on. I want to experiment. And yeah. now I'm kind of getting that discipline of like, try it yourself, yeah. try it yourself. So that way you can have that your own experience sure. to give off. Um, and so for me, it was really more about developing a mental balance for myself mm -hmm. between mainly food and weed and alcohol is never, I mean, at one point it was a sm short period of time. In my life it yeah. was an issue, but I don't reach for alcohol. Mm -hmm. Um, it just happens that I, okay, fine. Yeah. So going forward with sober May, uh, I acknowledge that for three weeks now I've been, and it'll be three plus weeks when I go home next week that I will not have had alcohol or, um, marijuana of any way in any uh, shape or form. I also know that this month I have a lot of visitors or Cinco de Mayo yeah. uh, where I'm going to go with my buddies. And so what I'm taking on as sober is going to be a challenge for me. And I'm going to make a change to see how much I can grow eh? um, thing. to, to see if, uh, if I can really establish a new relationship with all these things, food and marijuana do not need to be associated. And I need to understand some of my ticks that make me reach for shit food. Yeah. Is it sleep? Is it emotional? Is it convenience? And understanding that on the other side of some of those stressors is you still feeling really sure. fucking good and hitting your goals without yeah. having to worry about it. So instead <clears throat> of feeling guilty about soul food days, accept them and when they're over, move forward with them. And same thing with weed and booze. 
okay, I'm probably going to have a couple beers here and there. Sure. And again, alcohol is not the issue. It's more of a challenge with weed. I know that I'm going to smoke. I want to smoke. Yeah. But I want to use it in a way that I get to enjoy the experience. When it's over, I'm over with. It's almost like you're just becoming more cognizant yes. of behaviors associated with it. Yes. Where you're saying they're not, they're not, uh, what is it, mutually exclusive? They're, they're not, uh, well, they are. So, so you're separating the two. They don't go together. And for the longest time, they have gone together. Last night was the weird, oh, I've, an incredibly weird experience. It, I'm sitting there I'm watching sh- yeah. hockey, eating, and I'm like, I'm missing something. I was like, dude, you're not and stoned. And I'm sure if you were stoned and you weren't eating, it would be equally, a, I mean, I'm sure you've been stoned and, and or, uh, under the influence of marijuana and not eaten. It's However, <laughs> at night, like that specific spot on your bed watching hockey, but you're high but you're not eating would probably be equally as weird. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. And it would be a really difficult thing for me not to eat. Yeah. I would, I would definitely be like, um, I got to go to ice cream or something. Yeah. And part of this was also spurred by you. We had a conversation. I think we may have actually talked about this on the podcast recently. Uh, you and I had a conversation. I, I was like, is, does me smoking in the house create a stressor for you? Cause that's <clears> not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. We definitely talked about this because yeah, we did. I, you know, like, like how I view it is not the same. Um, but then we had this really deep conversation of in short, long story short, I took away is getting super sober like that is my opportunity to learn more about myself yeah. and to really understand myself. And so getting that clear headed now that I've, I've seen quite a few of my ticks in the three weeks long enough, I don't know, maybe I have to go two months. I'll find out in this month probably. Um, but there were experiences in the last three weeks where I had some cravings and I almost broke. And like I text Preston quite a bit. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, just maybe this is your hurdle. And he got me over it. You know, like he yeah. helped me get over it. And it was just things like that. Like every time you chip away at that big block, you're making progress. You're you growing. Are. Absolutely. And, and so for me, like now it's more of a, maybe I'm being soft a little bit here uh, mentally, as far as like not partaking in total sober May. But uh, I also know that my goal isn't to smoke all of May and drink all of May. It's going to yeah. be like a couple times. Sure. But, and that's going to introduce that challenge of, can you create balance? Your, so your balance is right. exactly. Now right. I think people are, might ask and beg the question, well, what, um, the guy that doesn't smoke or <laughs> right. drink, like what the hell is sober may supposed to be for? But <clears throat> I did talk about this. Uh, I think it was back in January that I do partake in recreational chewing tobacco. It's not recreational. It's, it's, yeah. So, uh, Sarah hates it, obviously. And it is gross. It's something I picked up in the military and it just, it's it, anyway, it's such a gross habit, dude. I, I used to chew a ton in, at the end of my senior year and I lied to my parents about, sorry guys. Yeah. You know, they find the you know tin and they're yeah, like, yeah. you chew just once in a while. And like, it's funny cause my buddy Kevin was out here and he was like, you want to try some snus? And I was like, dude, actually I've been craving chew recently, hmm. but I just, yeah. The second I sniff it, I'm like, I'm going to vomit. Yeah. Well, so it was funny because I sort of like proposed sober May to Sarah and then our new roommate and just said, like, let's do it. And it was sort of a joke because I don't drink or smoke. <laughs> right. So it was like, ha And then Sarah was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm like, okay. And it really what this stemmed from, and I'll, I'll just to kind of give some background here is I had listened to this podcast, the sleep podcast with uh, Dr. Matthew Walker. That's right. I am. And the first thing, of course, Joe Rogan would ask this question about weed association and alcohol use and sleep. And they said that they're finding that pot moves people past the first REM sleep into the deep sleep. 
But what happens is our body is evolutionarily designed to have all the REM sleep that we need within a seven to nine hour period. So it actually isn't that beneficial because you're missing that portion of the sleep cycle. Like what he said is, we this is one point some million years of evolution. Like we have this for a specific reason. Like well, how, how do you put it? He's like mother, mother nature. Yeah. That was I thought not the sidetrack. No, here. no, no. Yeah, I thought the use of the words mother nature instead of just evolution. Yeah, mother nature. Everybody kind of I feel is like oh yeah. Fucking it, it really is like it's 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 a perfect design. It's there for a reason. Yeah. Whether it's flawed because we need we would like to have less. Like just the fact is we need this much sleep. Right. All cause mortality goes up it means we die quicker if we don't have a certain amount of sleep. So I started thinking about this because I've used alcohol, uh, primarily alcohol because that was what I could use in the military um, as, as something I would have when I go home uh, after work. Um, and I've consequently cut, you know, cut that out and, uh, and I don't partake of cannabis. And, but I do have this one thing. And it was really funny because I, I was like, this is going to be funny. And then I like dawned on me like, oh, well, shit. I got to give that drink tobacco up and which is actually fine because I've been looking for a really good excuse to do just this. And I really don't use it. It's like, it's kind of a trigger thing. And, and I remember, um, someone told me they were like, well, I get it because it's kind of like your thing. Like you right. don't do anything as else. A, you, everybody has a vice as a vice. Thing. And I'm like, I get it as a vice, but there's, you know, I've gone off of it before. And it just consequently, I was with somebody in San Diego for a medical conference and he does. And, and I just got it. Like, I, well, sure, man. Like, we're just there, being social. There is like, nothing. Boom. I remember, like, after hockey practice, even before, but yeah. mostly after hockey practice, it was sometimes, like, this is actually, I can't even believe that I'm saying this, in high school, in senior year, end of senior year, we're, like, in the middle of practice, I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, I just want to get off the ice and just throw a on and, and enjoy myself. It, and it I, was actually a dentist from a different team that came in. And like, of course, everybody in the locker room is chewing, but, of course, he stares right into my yeah, soul yeah. from across the room. And he's like, <laughs> You uh, you boys chewing? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a dentist. I just removed a jaw earlier this week from a guy that chewed. And I was like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, exactly. finger in the bottom lip, chuck it yeah. into the garbage. And it's like, uh, yeah, okay. And Use I will, sunflower seeds to really quit. Exactly. So gum will be mine. Yeah. Um, it Nicotine is one of the, and I've come off, you know, like if anyone wants to go back and listen to the second podcast, um, I've come off narcotics which is i mean only a small feat there and not like like some pills no like heavy duty narcotics not even heroin like worse than heroin just just to be what they put in heroin to make heroin fun yeah uh no problem look legitimately i think i was just so happy to be done with it right that it was like a weight off your shoulder almost yep uh alcohol was it just was what it was. I think there was more social yeah. issues with alcohol, um, like like just being around people drinking. It wasn't like oh god, I have to have a drink. It was just ah, like I'm just not gonna have a beer when I'm grilling. Right. And it was just it was more of a bummer than it was like a a need to have it. That's exactly um, what it, it and, is. It's yeah, a bummer. It's yeah, a great way to describe today, it. Today, I don't have that at all. Like I'm I'm fine going anywhere that people are drinking alcohol because I know I got to get up and run in the morning yeah. and I just feel 100% better without it. Um, and I'm not knocking like glass of wine or whatever, but I'm just not a moderation guy. And that was that's, that's, that's really what, that's yeah. the caveat in all of it is like, and for me, even like weed used to be something I could, I had a lot of control over. And then yeah. recently I started experiencing having like anxiety attacks 
not super severe, but like anxiety attacks while I'm high. And it was like, I can't, I needed a reason yeah. to do it. And it was like, you know what? Clean it all up at once. Go through the yeah. brick wall. See what you're fucking made of for a cho- chance. Follow through <clears throat> on something. Because yeah. then I just truly believe that people that kind of get, when they manage really well, anything that they can they can consume orally. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> There's no good way of, of putting that out there, all you sickos listening. Um, but anything that you can you can consume orally, I think that people that can manage that look at the rest of their life and say, I can do anything. Sure. Because exactly. there's so many variables, physical, mental, emotional, uh, things that go into managing that. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there's triggers everywhere. Yeah, there, there really are. And uh, I just look at people, like most people that do that stuff where they make like people that really change their lives um, in terms of weight, weight loss and performance, stuff like that. They are, they, you can just feel how severe of a change that was for them. And they're like, I just, I can do anything in the world. Sure. Yeah. Anything I mean, in the world. Getting off of any, any vice, I think is just the most liberating thing on planet Earth. It has Earth. to be. Um, <clears throat> you know, and so I, I decided like, okay, we're going to go for it. Um, you know, I think for some of these people, you know, in the house, like it's really not going to be a big deal, but I think it was this all encompassing worried thing. about Kovu and bear. They, they, <laughs> no more bones. Uh, but they, uh, or rather, uh, you know, it's, I'm curious now. So I've made some decisions for, for this month. Um, my training schedule is, is super intense. I mean, it's, like I said, five days a week of running. Um, and I'm now saying, or I'm now kind of I'm keeping a sleep journal as well. Um, because he said diet's really not that important. So long as I'm getting the calories I'm burning, like today I've already burned 2000 calories. Right. So I need to like put in 4,000 calories right. at a minimum. So, but if I do not get seven to nine hours of sleep, my training's done for the day. Right. I, I don't, I don't train. I'll do Ramwad stretch yoga. Yeah, you can still stay active and mobile. Recovery, yeah. uh, but I will not run. Unless, unless potentially if it's one of the like four mile runs that they're like really slow and I'll just, I'll keep it easy. Yeah, recovery. But no, yeah, recovery, but no long distance, no, nothing under. Not setting PRs really, and shit. Yeah, nothing eight, like I will not run anything over eight miles. I won't touch it. Because, I think it's a fantastic idea um, too. Just because of everything you talked about with injury. So the, the other thing with the nicotine is uh, that it's, it's a vice. However, it's like, okay, well, what? is this really going to, cause it's not affecting my sleep. I'm not dip. Like I don't chew right before bed and I don't like, it's, it, it's fairly like specific places that I do this. It's not just all day, every day. So I'm, but I'm like, okay, listen, good sleep coupled with that. The really, the one thing that you do that is bad, maybe cut down on some caffeine. I could possibly do that. Uh, well, you might how, you might see that as a result of I your might, sleep. Exactly, that's you're absolutely right. Um, I want to see how my body feels. With, it, it kind of feels like you and I are sorry to cut you off. It kind of feels like you and I are going at sober May in a similar way of yeah, trying to find some new triggers yeah. and take more responsibility of our overall health. Yeah. Um. It, and at some point, it's it. I think it's mostly mental. It really is. It, I mean, it, it presents itself as physical. I, I think that the, the, the cravings for nicotine, to be honest with you, are worse. I don't want to say worse. If you've never had a craving, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, I don't get headaches and, like, the flu and shit. But it's like, and you probably know exactly what it's it is. It's an emotional attachment. It's just like a, God, like, I really want one it's of those. exactly And I've is. never had that with 
any drug you, or alcohol. You do have it with nicotine, though. Nicotine, 100%. Really? Way more than any other, any other thing. See, I would have thought nicotine would present more as the physical uh, issue, it, the headaches and, no, and stuff like that. Interesting. No, not at all. Caffeine does. I, I, I do know caffeine yeah, does. I absolutely understand where you're I, I feel like it's an emotional it's, attachment. It is that emotional things. thing. Like, yeah. I'm driving, or, or, and I'm like, yeah, you know, or after work, or... I mean, there's just specific spots. That's crazy. We're like working in the garage on something. It's just like a, like a habitual thing. Oh, habitual man. with yeah. met with emotional. So, so sober may could be like I don't know. <laughs> be all like- I, I mean, I've I've got, I've <laughs> given up I've given up um, chewing tobacco before, like literally cold turkey. Just like I don't want this anymore. But I had other voices. You I could had go alcohol, to, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but actually, the triggers for chewing tobacco were elevated on that first and second beer interest where you're like i want a dip so do you, do you think that maybe right now you're you're kind of presenting the future may the month of may being the future here uh you're making this up more because you you're worried because you don't have the other triggers i i don't know i i think because honestly when i presented sober may i wasn't even thinking about chewing tobacco right. it just happens to be the one that i'm i'm giving up and I typically, like, I'm not worried about giving it up and not having anything. I'm not worried about, like, some void or something like that. I think, in fact, it's just going to be really good. I'm a little nervous about the, uh, because I don't have anything else, I've never done that before, giving right. it up without anything else. So I'm not worried about, because the easiest thing to do is just not go into a gas, like, the only reason I go inside of a gas station is to get that. Yeah. So I just have to not go this certain way <laughs> right. home and just go the other way. And I'm not going to stop and pick we're, it up. Was May 1st, Tuesday? May 1st is Tuesday. So Monday night, we're going to go get a bunch of gas cans, <laughs> fill them with gas. So you don't have so to, don't stop have to stop at the gas, gas station. station. <laughs> but honestly, like it's not that big of a pull. No, it's, it, it really is just a, it's it'd a, be good it's a to, comfort thing. It'll be good to break that, uh, that psychological loop too. Sure. I, I just, think, I yeah. mean, habitual stuff. That's, it's just a psychological yeah. loop where like, you know, even, yeah. even when you get like mental issues, like mental health issues and depression and stuff, sometimes when people talk to me about things, I just laugh in their face yeah. and they're like, what are you doing? And you're like, <clears throat> I just broke yeah. your concentration well, on one thing. You know, like could be good yeah. for, and, in and that case. To be honest, like not using substances. Um, I am a firm believer. I mean, if you have any sort of habitual pattern with alcohol or drugs, and I'm, I'm just saying, glass of wine at night it's just your jam it's it's a beer when you get home it's it's your jam it's not that's innocuous it's fairly harmless right but breaking that cycle and resetting the brain takes a lot more work than you think it does even if it's an innocuous habit but when your brain resets it is it is crazy like my relationship with alcohol today is i legitimately don't want it like yeah. i don't and you know people who've had substance abuse issues or people that don't understand substance abuse issues will kind of look at it and be like or people with substance abuse issues currently who are looking at someone who is like i'm good like i don't want beer i don't want i don't want a scotch I, i'm good right they're like well you're full of shit like i know you do you hypocritical son of a yeah. bitch like fuck you and you're holier than thou <laughs> like 
I don't need a drink yeah, anymore. Yeah, you, oh, you like, just say oh, you're superior you, to me, Did you find huh? your higher <laughs> yeah. power, bro? Yeah. Like, no, it really no, is. I found like, myself. Yeah, it <laughs> legitimately is. Like, you can brain reset. Yeah. It's all it is is a it's neural pathways. It is neural yeah. receptors. It is it is conditioning. Was that was that Rogan's podcast with the doctor, or is that a different podcast I was listening? To? They just talked about this about uh, neural like, like re, yeah re, no, just re, yeah rewiring like your pattern. I don't know. I mean, I've I guess I've kind of just always been sort of abreast on what that's yeah, like. Yeah, I, I, and like I just listened to someone talking at some well, some platform. He was, he was talking about uh, acetylcholine. Yeah, no, it was yeah. a different podcast oh, then for okay. sure where right, they were right. talking about the exact thing we're talking about right now of like the reset of the brain and how it's possible. Yeah. But like they, you said, and they, I think they just said it in a super scientific way, which was like, well, what the hell? But like, it takes a shit ton of work it does. to do it. But on the flip side, just like anything else, like going into your fear, yeah. facing your fears, stuff like that. The reward is that you are fucking flying high. Well, it's if, yeah. no pun intended. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, the science is fairly simple, right? If the thing that you're ingesting gives you the biggest dopamine hit, I don't care if that's ice cream. I don't care if that's tobacco, weed, heroin, alcohol, if that gives you a dopamine spike that is higher than any other thing you do, nothing is going to be as important or as beneficial, quote unquote, or good for you or something that you're going to do. It's the only thing you're going to reach for ever. It really is for anything, for coping, celebration, love, fear, anything. And if you just allow for that to subside and your brain to take a fucking rest from that then there's going to be new things you're going to interject that are going to give you those normal dopamine Oh, spikes. God, dude, you just like, you just said it too. Like love, like relationship stuff, that's probably one of the innate reasons that we tell people like, maybe you should just chill out for a couple months. Yeah, right. Maybe and you should be alone like to find yourself. Like, no, 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 You just brought it up. I'm now having these thought process of like, maybe you just need to rewire some things so that you're not, that's not the only thing you can think about. Yeah, well, it's like I've gone through that, and you could do it with, and I feel fucking great. Yeah. So the only thing that can possibly happen from sober May, by the way, if anyone wants to do sober May with us, yeah, hit us up, yeah, uh, and just let us know how you're doing. Um, and then I know that probably the first two weeks, I'm gonna have uh, mental uh, cravings, yeah, psychological cravings for uh, for for nicotine, but after that. I know what it's like to just not use it anymore. Yeah. I know what that feels like, but now I don't have anything else going with it. Like there's no way I'm going to feel bad. Right. Like that's, that's what's so dumb. Like yeah, I know. there's no way, like that's the, <laughs> we're the stupidest creatures on planet earth sometimes because well, there's no way that I'm not going to feel good. Like, do you think that after like two weeks of cravings are gone that I'm just going to be like, God, I feel like shit. Right. Like I get, definitely need to put that poison back into my body uh, to feel optimal. That runs so parallel with the, uh, like the discipline equals freedom, right? Like yeah. habit equals discipline equals freedom. Like we think that being disciplined is going to like ruin our lives and we're going to have no time for anything. But the second that you actually follow through on your discipline and you create new habits, all of a sudden you're like, we talked about this. Where we're like, yeah, wow. Um, I have the entire weekend open. What do you guys want to do? Yeah. Cause I've gotten everything done now. Exactly. Uh, pretty crazy. So this uh, is, this is sober. May is my challenge plus change equals growth. Right. Uh, so, and so, yeah. for anybody that's at home, it doesn't have to be sober. May it doesn't have to be alcohol, nicotine, just be drugs. Something. It could be food. It could be an activity you're sick of doing that. You just haven't had a reason to give up or adding an activity, right? Like yeah. Going to the gym. It's kind yeah. of, yeah. So I, I challenge everybody at home. 
whoever's listening or you know we'll post this on youtube and we'll post it on uh on instagram too but hey, about, just yeah. find something and see what we can challenge and change and, and so that's yeah challenge and change and grow and maybe it's like sober may slash change may yeah that's so, yeah, yeah yeah so, i like that sober change may uh and uh, as we're like changing it, as we call it sober may the <laughs> entire but i i think um the world is ever changing <laughs> i think it's springtime like things starting to to you everyone's going to get outside uh, we're dusting off the winter and it's just like, let's, let's cleanse change. Spring is change. Yeah. Uh, and, and let's just, let's just get after it. So oh, it's, what a great time you're to do it too. Yeah. Everybody perfect. feels good. Just you're, you're feeling Everybody's great. Fucking pumped about weather. You're getting more vitamin D from, from, from the sun. It's just, it's a perfect time to do it. So we're going to rock it out. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm happy that you're on board. Everyone's on For sure. board. And, it'll be uh, fun. It would be good to just support each other. Yeah. And, and it it, it's cool. Be, like, I like the change in there too, because everybody's got a, a mission yeah. through the month of May here and see what they can just, I mean like one month, 30 days, man. Yeah. 30 is days it, is a microcosm of your life. Is it 31? Uh, 30, 30, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. it's like a somehow the entire yeah. world has agreed on it's, time and a calendar, but nothing not, else. I don't get it. It's not 28. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, but uh, definitely uh, let us know what you're doing. Uh, find us on Instagram at uh, Life Well Done. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Share it with your friends. Uh, obviously, you know, you're listening to us here, but make sure you review, rate us, share with your friends there too. Um, and there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of things put in motion. Um, I think we're gonna have some new people on, which I think we're really excited about. Yeah. And uh, just trying some new things. Cool. Cool. All right, All right dude. dude. Well, good luck to everybody. Keep in touch with us, Boom. and uh, we will be back soon. Hello. Thank you.